Hi, lovely listeners out there. Thanks again for joining us. That's Gia over there, and I'm Avery. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we I went got back so in time to the World Cup. Vuvuzela time. <laughs> Try to pronounce it again. You did it. Good job. <laughs> Bumba Zumba time. <laughs> That's going to be our new merch. Uh, look for the <laughs> Bumba Zumba coming out to a store near you. That only we will wear. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so how's everything going? Haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, I mean, sweaty as usual. It's still really hot down here in case anyone was worried it wasn't. I know that you guys have been getting lots of snow up there. Yes, winter wonderland. Although now it's very rainy and it's kind of just gross and brown. Yeah. Nobody likes that. No. The first day is always like, oh, this is beautiful. And the next day it's like, get the fuck out of here. What you doing? (laughs) Who invited snow to this party? I'm always a fan of winter, but I find myself really, really eagerly anticipating spring this year. Mm. And it's probably because of a little C word. Oh, I filtered through so many C words in my head until I was like, oh, right, right, right. That one. That's why I did it. (laughs) Keeping you on your toes. You got me. You got me. (laughs) That which shall not be named. Caldemort is what the C word. (laughs) So are you going to whip out your bumbuzela when the snow melts and it's springtime? Yes. And I'm going to annoy all the people around me. At least the people who are like me who find it annoying. Because, I mean, there's a lot to be annoyed by in my neighborhood. It's a very loud, loud ass neighborhood. <clears throat> so you just hate sounds in general? A lot of them, yes. <laughs> okay, but like <laughs> if you had to pick one to eliminate, which would you eliminate? It's this gang of probably teenagers or young 20 something year old idiots who like to just run loose throughout the neighborhood here. Mayhem. On their little bikes, their little <laughs> motorbikes, right? Some of uh-huh. them wearing helmets, some of them not. And I'm like, Darwin's awards right there. And oh they God. like to just jack it up all the way, revving their engines. And I basically want to put like an invisible line, mm-hmm. but not invisible to their touch so that they will trip and fall over. Damn, dude. Across the street. Yeah, it annoys the fuck out of me. Talk about, like, we should do a callback to pet peeves because I have a whole litany. I, I know of, you do. I know mm, you do. I know it's very hard for you to pick a just A lot one. of annoyances when it comes to sounds, but that especially. It's just that obnoxious need to to show off. Mm-hmm. And like, we get it. And also, I didn't want to get it. Mm-hmm. But now I have triple got it that you are an idiot <laughs> on a bike. Thanks. But no thanks. See you never in a pothole. Wow. All right. We just In the middle of the earth. Oh, my God. This just awoke something from me. Anyway. Clearly. What's annoying to you, sound-wise? Oh, man. You know, I really should have thought better about this before we asked these questions, because I knew it was coming, but um, I think I'm going to go with, like, people who hawk loogies. <laughs> the, like, hawking loogie sound, where it's, like, wet and slimy and... Oh, jeez. Yep. Mm. it's just like why are you so determined to make everyone else feel disgusted like i get sometimes you have something in your throat or whatever but is there no other way that you can more delicately remove it than being like (sighs) like i'm sorry for everyone out there that i just did that (laughs) you just made the sound that you hate yeah and i got goosebumps it was awful so i really Mm. really fucking hate that noise yeah or just do it in the privacy of your own home it's kind of like Clipping your nails out in public, Mm. that kind of thing. Like, yeah, it has to be done. We get it. Again, we get it, but I didn't want to get it. Yeah, exactly. There was no need. We all, like, have been there, but, you know, we don't need to repeat it. 
So if you had your druthers, what sound in your dream world that we're creating right now, because we're living in a Sims world, what would be the best sound? The best sound? Oh, shit. Or, you know, you don't have to create a new sound. Just what sound do you love and you would amplify it? And that would be your heavenly sound. Eh, Let's not say heavenly. Your sin sound. We're godly. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) We are creating the world. I would go with uh, wind and trees. Like wind rustling things. Not a strong tornado kind of rustle. But like a gentle, you're in a hammock and you hear that like... Ooh. Some ASMR for y'all out there. Uh Hopefully to recover Uh after my hawking loogie example (laughs) the damage is irreparable jesus all right what about you well now that you brought up asmr i'm thinking of that video from uh the ice cubes in a bowl and then somebody like kind of like crunching on them some reason that gets me (laughs) okay but back to nature i'm sorry but gets you how like are we finding out that avery is turned on by people crunching ice cubes it's asmr shit you know it's not turning on it's just it's actually it's turning down you know it's like relax turn down for what it turns me down (laughs) turns me down like Uh, a bed (laughs) it's my turn down service (laughs) oh my god whoever gets this is just like elite because these these are very old phrases, so I'm very sorry for all of you. No one said all that of anymore. The Gen Zers who listen to this, oh, right? Yeah, our large population of Zen Zen G listeners. Zeners. <laughs> oh my okay. god. Okay. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to copy you, but it's a little <clears throat> branching off of yours. Oh lord. It's like dead leaves crunching. Ah, the crunch of mm. the dead leaves. It's my favorite ballet. Well, maybe we should call it fallen leaves because dead. No, they dead, but up. they they dead. They D-E-D dead. Yes, but poetically speaking, they have... Death is poetic, bitch. It, not <laughs> the word itself, though. Like everything surrounding it is, but the word itself is kind of just boring. It's a boring word. <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. That's yeah, they've fine. sacrificed their lives and they're returning to the earth. I don't think they had a choice to sacrifice or not. They just... They just fell. It's leaves to leaves, ashes to ashes, leaves to leaves. No, they didn't have a choice. But do people either? No. No, but so you can't say they sacrificed their lives because sacrifice implies that you do it on purpose. They gave their lives. It wasn't a sacrifice in like a traditional oh sense. But All they... right, so we should really get back to our podcast. <laughs> this is our podcast. Welcome to the existential version of Just the Tits. We're going to get very, very meta today. Meta tits. Uh, meta tits. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So the tits within the tits. You done? Get some more in <laughs> there? Yeah, you need to pull some more out of your tits. Matritoshka? No. I killed it. All right. Moving on. Woo. Okay. So we asked y'all our. Oh, shit. I, oh, I never prepare for this. Our late. Uh, no, I'm, That's I'm it. not going to. No. Pressure. Lizardly, lively, languid, lusty, luscious. I think we've used, but that's okay. Because lying could... down, maybe lying in general. Our lying <laughs> listeners, but try not to. Only if it's a good reason. And now we're gonna tell you what you would eliminate, what sound you would eliminate from your world. So, from our lizardly lo- listeners, <laughs> we've got Dave Gentili who said that he would eliminate other people's mouth breathing. As a mouth breather, I would just like to say, sometimes we can't control it, okay? Sometimes we just like, 
can't breathe through our nose and like i'm sorry that it's loud but my mouth is large a lot of air comes out i don't know what to tell you oh man personal attack yeah somebody in college once told me like oh you breathe so loud and i'm like oh my nose doesn't work i don't know what to tell you you should have just like hovered over them and then hocked a loogie in their face oh god no thank you so somebody else wrote that they would like to eliminate the sound of feral cats in heat I think just all cats in heat, really. I mean, fuck the cats in heat. They make so much noise because they're trying to Yeah, fuck. I'm really glad Sycamore is fixed because he's already loud as fuck. When food comes out, I yep. <laughs> I just yell right back at him. I'm no. like, I hear you. I know. <laughs> we have a very healthy relationship. I was going to say, I'm sure you guys are thriving <laughs> in this codependency. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin, the lovely Kevin, wrote that uh, they don't like when their partner is cooking. That's the sound they would eliminate from the world. Wow. Everything they cook? I mean, I would love more detail on, like, why? <laughs> Do they sing while they cook? Do they stomp around? Do they, like, Just, like bang break dishes? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, wow. I mean, usually it'd be, like, the smell of the cooking is atrocious, but it's the sound. Yeah, the sound. I mean, that's, a, like, yeah, if the sound is that, like, insulting, that's pretty intense. Uh, Natalie H. agrees with me. She wrote Swallowing Phlegm. Which is in the same hawk and a loogie category. Oh, Jesus, I just swallowed. It was like almost like Pavlov's dog. Oh, it's gross. Like, swallow. Don't, swallow. We don't need to know that. Keep your phlegm to yourself. <laughs> Ooh, Avery's cousin Rachel wants to eliminate the sound. Um, Ooh, yikes. good one, good one, good one. I feel one. personally attacked. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, double GTFO. Again, shout out to that name. Said they would like to eliminate the sound of anything with the chalkboard. Nails on a chalkboard, fine. But even chalk on a chalkboard gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I mean, I agree. They're, like, as a teacher, I'm really glad that whiteboards are becoming more popular. Mm. Uh, we also have Matt, who also wants to eliminate nails on a chalkboard. You and Double GTFO should start a campaign. I'd support y'all. Okay. Uh, Just Aurelio wrote the squeak screench. Also, it's spelled screench with an N, <laughs> which is great. Grinch? Squeak screench when you rub two pieces of styrofoam together. Or fucking balloons and i would like to <laughs> i would like to wonder i would like to pose the question is the sound when you fuck balloons that you want to eliminate or when you rub two fucking balloons together <laughs> because i'm gonna need an audio clip of what fucking balloon sounds like i just don't know i really yeah it's when you want to create the static i, I mean i can't yeah, but you don't rub the, the balloons right together you rub them yes you do no, you rub oh, on your head well, some or like people on do. something else. Some yeah, but then it's like, oh. Yeah, but you know, kids, they just like to make sounds. So, like me? Yeah. All right. Oh, Buddy the Elf is coming out here and he is spitting straight fire. He said, or they said, they would eliminate Taylor Swift. <laughs> We're going to have a feud on our hands here. Buddy the Elf and Taylor Swift on Twitter, back and forth. Good thing God she damn. didn't write in. Oh, no. But I'm ready. I'm really excited to see what Jennifer Garner wants to eliminate from the exactly. world. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Anonymous mom wants to get rid of screeching. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with that. I think that that would be the third worst sound so on my list. Anonymous mom and just Aurelio can get together and do an anti-screeching campaign. I will support that campaign. And an anti-fucking balloons campaign. Good luck with that one. Jennifer Garner coming in uh, with a very, very specific and kind of creepy sound screams of intense physical pain fair i kind of feel like that's a given if you know we should all then say we don't like to hear screaming in pain but wouldn't it just be better to remove physical pain 
Like, if we're going to remove something in this dream world that we're creating in our Sims reality, right? we can have physical pain, but we can't scream? No, just get rid of the pain. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Let's all be high. Everybody must get stoned. Is that a ding, ding, ding? Gia didn't get movie thing. That's a, that's, I think that's a song. That should be in your wheelhouse more than mine. Mm. Mm, I mm. might be singing it incorrectly. I think so. All right, so Jennifer Garner also wrote, the other thing they would remove is when someone rubs their hands together to warm them up. Gross. Oh, I'm sorry, Jennifer Garner. I had to because it really to. helps. My hands get okay, so cold. Okay, but it's gross, according to Jennifer Garner. So you know what? She gross. Keep it in your mains. All right, uh, Mira said, the jackhammers of construction outside of my window. Definitely. Let's move on. Anonymous wants to get rid of knuckles cracking. Oh, no, but I just like... I really, I really just love to crack my knuckles. I don't know if that picked you're up. Not, you're not doing it really well right now. I know, but I... Oh. <laughs> so uh, Karen fucking Moy, that's who, wrote that she would eliminate whining. Oh, wow. It's a good one. It's a good yeah. one. Harry Potter says that she would eliminate chalk on the blackboard. Another one. Another mm. one. I would put a number three next to it, but I don't have any chalk or a chalkboard. Oh, Could you imagine you just like whip out a chalkboard and you're like, I anticipated <laughs> this moment. So to further alienate all of our listeners, here we go. Screech! Yep. Screech! That's my best impression of that. You sounded like, I don't know, like Cookie Monster or... <laughs> <laughs> Cookie Monster giving a lesson. Yeah. And then we're gone! Anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. John Servia said, eating an apple or carrots. Oh, you don't like the munch crunch crunch? The munch crunch what? crunch sound? <laughs> That's such a satisfying sound, though. That's Apparently why you not. eat carrots. For the munch Oof. crunch crunch? Okay. Well... I, w- I would eliminate that sound. Munch crunch crunch. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Laying it down. <laughs> Seriously, I feel so attacked. All right. Uh, somebody else wrote nails on a chalkboard, too. We have an anonymous nails on the chalkboard. So that's four. So that's the winning sound that we're going to eliminate from this sim world. Scratch. And that one is a very close second. <laughs> and finally, Alias says metal on metal screeching like forks on a plate. So ah. a, a metal plate. Ooh. Or yeah, yeah. a cast iron pan on like a range on a stove top. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's definitely. very, very true. Cool. We have a good sizable list now. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody said like farting or burping though. They will after our last episode. <laughs> oh no. I'm so glad nobody put just the tits. Can you imagine? <laughs> that, that would have been the sickest burn ever. Oh, that'll be the next survey. Exactly. They'll just be like... Any comments or suggestions? Yeah, I just wanted to amend my comment that I would eliminate just the tape. Fuck you. Yeah. I will find out who you are. I'll figure out how to do it, and I will come for you. We will amend you. Oi. All right. So dreams can also be other things, right? We have our dream world, which is like our utopia, our ideal. But then we have other things which are not so ideal, like super weird dreams that we have when we're sleeping, or lucid dreaming, if you're able to do that. So what we're going to do now is a little fun thing where Avery is going to read from her dream journal. Yeah, she has one. It's a regular journal in which I sometimes write dreams that I think I should remember. Okay, so her dream journal. (laughs) You're just jealous that you don't have dreams. Uh, That's debatable. (laughs) So I get to interpret her dreams using the very dependable auntieflow.com dream dictionary (laughs) before we get into that though i wanted to give you the seven step dream analyzation process from 
Elana Miller, MD. Yes, she is a doctor. Mm-hmm. So, Avery, you have one, number one down pat. You have to write your dreams down. Yeah. Good. You did it. Step one is done. Step two. Great. Think of associations you have with images in the dreams. Okay. I'm, I'm doing this right now? No, I'm just like giving the step-by-step process. You can do it on cool. your own, like, if you want, and then let me know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three, consider your relationship with people in the dream. Okay. In dreams, people are not always people, but often symbols of parts of ourselves. I don't like the way you said that. (laughs) (laughs) Number four, is there a day residue? Day residue refers to any symbols or objects in your dreams that appear because you came into contact with them during the previous day. Ah, right, right, right. Makes sense. Yeah. So apparently it takes a day for your dreams to charge. Um, (laughs) They're like loading and buffering for a day and then it's like bloop. (laughs) Number five, examine your emotions in the dream. So emo- mm. the emotional tone of the dream. Uh, in Jungian theory, there are symbols that tap into our collective unconscious and have um, common. It's Jungian. Meaning. Oh fuck! I'm sorry. Jungian. <laughs> there are symbols that tap into our collective unconscious and have common meanings throughout all of our dreams. For example, being chased can symbolize running away from something you don't feel equipped to handle. Disease mm. can symbolize inner conflict. Death can symbolize transformation. Okay, and number seven. Ask what the dream could be trying to tell you. I find this a stupid step because that's what we've been doing the whole time. So I don't know why you need to put that in there. But number seven, ask what the dream is trying to tell you. Yeah, but I think if they didn't say that, then you would be left kind of feeling bereft. So I did all this work for what? Yeah, but the whole process of doing the work is trying to figure out what the dream is trying to tell you. Plus seven steps sounds better than six steps. No, because six steps seven step i mean we um, have to use seven days to make this little sims world if we're gonna borrow from god and all that so, no let's do it in six no. we're better than that <laughs> <laughs> it's a competition and we're gonna win yeah all right so avery <clears throat> i have mm-hmm. my dream dictionary ready auntie flo is gonna channel her energy through me and <laughs> out to our listeners Kay. so give us a little synopsis i'm gonna write down some keywords and then i'm gonna tell you what i found Okay, so uh, the first, my dad was trying to walk through something like an inflatable course, one of those... Like um, a bouncy house? Yes, but it was like an obstacle course made out of an inflatable material. He kept slipping and falling, and I yelled at my friends that he had just had hip surgery and he needed help because they weren't, you know, they were making fun of him, whatever. (laughs) Oh my God. So... Yeah, and I had some sort of sister figure, too, but she was part animal. (laughs) Dude, do you remember what kind of animal? It's very important. I don't. I mean, sometimes when I write these things down, it jogs my memory, but Uh in this case, no. All right, I have got the key terms that I'm going to look up for those of you at home that want to emulate the fantastic work I'm about to do is uh, I'm I'm going to go with father. I'm going to go with obstacles. I'm going to go with inflatable. (laughs) That's important for sure. Uh, I'm going to go with friends, argument, and sister. And I don't know if it'll have like an animal thing for your sister, but we'll see what happens. Okay. So, father. Wow, it yielded no results for father. What the fuck? That's bizarre. What kind of dream dictionary is this? I think you should get a new dictionary. Clearly. All right. I think I have to do it one by one then because I was trying to open up multiple tabs and it doesn't like that. Okay, I need to find a new dictionary because Auntie Flo doesn't have anything about dads and that's impossible. Yeah, I wouldn't trust that source. But it's such a cool website. It's very pretty. All right. 
moving on. I feel like we're learning a lesson here about appearances and versus substance. Okay. Interpret my dream. Father. Oops. We had a temporary disable the dream dictionary. Okay. <laughs> Fucking. Looks like you're not getting your dreams interpreted. I also uh, just typed it in into another source and it says the information you're about to submit is not secure. Oh my God. All right. Here we go. I'm looking it up. Okay. I found one on dreammoods.com. Okay. To see your father in your dreams symbolizes authority and protection. It suggests you need to be more self-reliant. Consider also your waking relationship with your father and how aspects of his character may be incorporated within yourself. Um, dream. Oh my God. These are real intense. Okay. So we got father. So you're dreaming of protection. Okay. But you're trying to protect your dad. So we're right. looking for the obstacles. Obstacle. Now I to just see want a or... <laughs> Ooh, okay. Obstacle courses. To dream that you are going through an obstacle course, but you're not doing it. Fuck. Uh, okay. Well, I think we were all doing it. It was like one of those theme parks, mm. except it wasn't like a full-on theme park. I don't know why this was all happening. All right. So to dream you are going through an obstacle course symbolizes the hardships and difficulties that you are experiencing in your waking life. No duh. It represents the things that you must overcome in order to reach your goals. The elements in the obstacle course is analogous, analogous to <laughs> the elements in the obstacle course also, this is not good English. The elements in the obstacle course are analogous to the barriers and problems in your life. Huh. Eh. All right, friends. Yeah. And then we're going to put it all together. Let's see. Friends. To see friends in your dreams signify aspects of your personality that you have rejected but are ready to incorporate and acknowledge. Were they childhood friends, these people in the obstacle course? Or past friends? Hmm. I'm going to say more childhood because okay. those are the formative years. They always stick out more. To see your childhood friend in your dream signifies regression into your past where you had no responsibilities. Things were much simpler and carefree. You may be wanting to escape the pressures and stresses of adulthood. Consider the relationship you had with this friend and the lessons that were learned. Alternatively, the childhood friend suggests you have been acting in a childish manner. You need to start <laughs> acting like an adult. Which I was trying to do. Yeah, you were trying to be responsible, but, like, they were not having it. Mm. They just wanted to be simple and carefree. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Or sister. They were just mean. If you do not have a sister and dream you have one, it signifies feminine qualities that you need to activate or acknowledge within your own self. Pay attention <laughs> okay. to the actions and behavior of your dream sister. She was an animal. Part animal. <laughs> well, you got to get in touch with your inner animal. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And I just want to look up argument. Hmm. Argue. I just spelled that wrong. Argument. To dream you are arguing suggests that you are trying to resolve some internal conflict or some unsettled issue in your waking life. Consider the symbolism of whom you are arguing with and what you are arguing about. My dad. Yes. <laughs> Falling down and being hurt. Okay. So mm. you dreamed of. Let me see. Let me get my bring. <gasps> uh, so you dreamed about your dad, which shows that you are seeking protection uh you dreamed about obstacles obstacle courses also arguments so this idea of like unresolved conflict in your waking life do you have some of that are you like feeling are you smelling what i'm stepping in it, do i want to 
Okay, so yeah, I would say conflict does arise. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thinking about these childhood friends, like, do you think that it's more on the lines of like wanting to be carefree, or do you think that it's more that you've been acting childish? What do you like? What do you think? What do you think's going on? I don't think it would be the carefree part because nothing this past year has felt carefree. But not that you are carefree, that you want to be more carefree. Oh. I could see that because a lot of my dreams involve somebody from middle school. Oftentimes, mm-hmm. it was my best friend back then, which makes sense because formative years. But recently, there have been some people who pop up and I was not close to them at all. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. they're trying to tell you like, let it go, let it go. <laughs> okay, Elsa. All right. Okay. All right. Let's do one more because I think that's all we have time for. <laughs> okay. I dreamt last night the world was ending. And I was part of a group that was tasked with alerting the public to take cover or flee. The end was symbolized by a dark cloud descending over some mountains. And we were hunkered down inside until some of us went outside. And I remember thinking, this can't be a dream because I can touch everything. And then that day is when um, the Capitol was stormed by a violent Ooh, you a seer. (laughs) Might be. Damn, dude. Yeah. And then at the end, I said eerie to say the least. (laughs) Okay. So apocalypse, you were in sort of like an authority power situation. Probably lava. There's like a lot of smoke and clouds. Mm -hmm. Clouds. (laughs) Cloudy. Mm -hmm. Touch. I don't know. Right. Well, that was the whole lucid part because I could tell this was a dream but then i kept trying to argue with myself that it that it was real life i was waking life you know i was walking around i could like i can recall me walking around like as if i were a sims character myself like going up to something and touching it say look this is real this is real okay so let's see the apocalypse the dream of the apocalypse signifies an emotional and dramatic change taking place within yourself the dream may also indicate the end of one lifestyle and the beginning of another oh okay all right okay all right okay the end of democracy perhaps in this country Ooh. there's nothing really on authority but let's see to dream you are an admiral represents your ability to tackle life's issues or problems with confidence and decisiveness Mm, i don't think that's you (laughs) thanks thanks for that vote of confidence i'm working on myself i'm getting better yeah you're getting better i am i wouldn't say you're an admiral though like that's a lot it's admirable though that i could be (laughs) Uh, her face looks like she's trying to (laughs) she's trying to listen but not listen at the same time Mm, yeah no it's just it's not a thing it's not a thing all right i'm looking up like i don't know what other words i can use like rescue maybe Okay, if you rescue someone... Oh, no. Nobody was drowning, right? You didn't rescue anyone from drowning? No. No, it wasn't. It didn't get that specific. If you are being rescued or if you rescue others, it represents an aspect of yourself that has been neglected or ignored. Why are all of these very similar? You're just like ignoring shit in your life. Get it together. Well, that's kind of what dreams are. That's what they You are trying to find a way to express this neglected part of yourself. Alternatively, it symbolizes a subconscious cry for help. Perhaps you are too proud in your waking life to ask for assistance. Took me a while to understand what you just said. Assistance. Right. Which makes sense because I did come across something in my very, very brief research on this. Uh, Didn't want to go too deep, you know. Oh, no, of course, of course. Because you, you're the I'm the the expert here. Leave it to the professionals. Du bist ein Profi. Huh? 
A dream is a completely intelligible message from your unconscious mind to your cognitive mind and often contains a hidden meaning. So I think what I liked, though, from that list, which you didn't like, it was section seven. Oh, um, God damn it. Is the practice of dream analysis assumes that dreams have a function. Otherwise, we wouldn't have them. And what I took away was that it balances what is unbalanced and it restores, it serves to restore ourselves to homeostasis, which in my lifetime, <laughs> my lifetime, in my life, <laughs> and over the course of my lifetime, there is not a whole lot of internal homeostasis, which I think explains why I have such vivid dreams because I'm then I'm trying to work it out there. But do you feel yeah. like your dreams help you work it out? Like you wake up and you're like, OK, I mean, it's not like a snap of the fingers moment. No, it's not like, you know, cinematically, like there's a, an epiphany moment and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I know exactly what I should do with my life <laughs> because that person from middle school, she said it. She did. And now I'm going to listen to her now. Or I saved my dad from like a hip injury. No. But but you did predict the storming of the Capitol. So, you know, there's that. I think I have a new career lined mm-hmm. up for me. Yeah. Professional yeah. sleeper and mm-hmm. dreamer. So I just wanted to comment that dark or stormy clouds uh, symbolize depression or anger. It indicates an impending eruption of emotions. Alternatively, because you never know. It represents a lack of wisdom or confusion in some situation. Mm-hmm. The dream may be a metaphor for your clouded, quote unquote, way of thinking. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Both of them? All of it, yeah. <laughs> all of the alternatives track. It's all right. <laughs> Just call me Alternative Avery. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, clearly I should also change my profession and become a professional dream interpreter um, because I'm just really good at reading the internet. Like super super good at finding these definitions what i want to know though is Mm -hmm. are you good at guessing movie titles no i'm not with the word dream in it oh shit i like that you made this gonna be different okay it's gonna be different though i've made it easier for you thank god okay so according to ranker.com oh no okay that doesn't have dream in the title well valiant (laughs) attempt okay according to ranker.com there are at least 50 movies with dream in the title i have narrowed that down to three movie titles which one is true you get to decide wait i'm sorry you must decide (laughs) so i'm gonna give you three options okay you choose which one is the real title because i've changed some of them but they are based on real titles. Okay? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Letter A, Every Child's Dream. Letter B, Dream Husband. Letter C, The Butterfly's Dream. I'm not sure why I'm saying it in this voice. but Me either, but okay. Did you so get it? So one of those is real, the other two are fake. Correct, and you have to choose the real one. Oh, shit, tits. All those sound <laughs> good. Uh, I'm going to go with... Every child's dream. Are you sure? No, but that's what I'm going to go with anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you the option. Yeah, but that's such a cop out. When someone goes like, are you sure? And then you change your answer because you know that they're like telling you you're wrong, essentially. <laughs> no, I have dignity and morals. And this is a very holy podcast. And so I want to show people how to answer a question incorrectly, but maintain but with their dignity. Pride exactly. Dignity. Okay. Intact. Well, you are wrong. Great. And I hope you are proud about that. I am. The correct 
answer is the butterfly's dream. And I chose oh, that on purpose because... That sounded so fake. It was released in 1994, directed by Marco Bellocchio. 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 Uh, thank you. Bellocchio because it was an Italian drama film. I thought, maybe, uh, maybe. No. See, I don't know movies in any language. Like... <laughs> There's okay. not like a, oh, maybe she just watched all foreign films. I'm not that cultured. I just don't watch <laughs> movies. Well, I tried. I tried, ladies and gentle folk. I tried. So I hope that you all have enjoyed this foray into the dream world of dreams with Avery and I. Thanks for sharing your dreams with us, dude. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Damn it. I, I, I can't let that go. Call back to the pet peeves. <laughs> I forget how to use grammar. I'm going to bring Avery out that vuvuzela. Me. The bumba zumba is coming. <laughs> yeah. And let us know if you have crazy dreams and want us to interpret them. I am more than happy to lend my services. Free of charge for all She's of our She's going to go get certified after this podcast. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you can be certified to marry people online then I think you should be able to be certified to be a dream interpreter online too. Amen, sister. Or should I say a women? And thanks to Comise Johnson for her wonderful illustration of our tits. Just kidding. Of our faces. And Gabrielle Beasley for her lovely, lovely intro and outro ukulele music. Got uh, it. Number six, look for common sing- singles, I was going to say. <laughs> Common. All the single dreams. <laughs> All the single dreams. Oh, <laughs> I'm upset that I just did that. <laughs> that is a sound I would oh eliminate <laughs> very readily. No, in. you got to save that for yeah. the outtakes. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>